Welcome back to the third episode of The Purpose Place. I'm so happy to have y'all here with me today. My name is Simone Stotts. I am your host. I will not have a co-host today. I am solo. But trust me, you're going to get what you need today. So our subject today is the turning point. And so... What I want you to think about when you're thinking about the thir- the turning point, first of all, I want you to get out your journals because this is not a podcast. It's an interactive podcast. This is just not a podcast where you listen and then you just feel so motivated and want to get out and do stuff. You're going to get that feeling too, but you're going to have to do the work just like I'm doing the work. You're literally with me on a journey as I chase my purpose. I walk in my purpose. Um, I chase and walk in my success. And I grow and evolve. That is what this podcast is about. It is for men and women, teenagers, boys, girls, whoever has decided in their mind they want better, they have to have better, and they're willing to do the work to be better. That is what this whole podcast was started for. Um, And I'm in my journey. I am not where I want to be, but I have conquered some things to get to where I'm at now. And so I'm taking that knowledge that I have and giving it back. As I grow, I will continue to give back. I will continue to have more information to provide to others because that is what we're here for. We're all in this together. I say that all the time. We're all in this together. Whatever it is that we've experienced, that we've learned, that we're growing through, that we're in right in the the mix of and that we're learning it's it's to give to others it's to help your neighbor it's to help your family it's to to grow and move together as a unit we are all in this together and if you don't understand teamwork you're not going to go far no man is an island my mom says that all the time no man is an island and that's absolutely positively true you're going to need help from someone to get to where you're trying to go, to get over something you're trying to get over, you're going to need not only the biggest help that we have is God, you're, he puts you here for others as well. So I hope that has given you time to pull out your journal, pull out some pen and paper, um, pull out the notes in your phone because we're taking notes. We're going to resonate with this all week long. My podcast will drop on Monday morning to give you a time to get your mind right for the week. Listen to it before you start your day. During your day, whenever you're feeling like I need a pick me up, I need a reminder of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, here I am. So back to our subject, which is the turning point. So I want you to write down or take notes in your phone. These two questions. Have you reached your turning point? And if you have, the second question should be, what was your turning point? So if you are unsure what a turning point is, by the end of the podcast, you will be clear. And so if you can't answer the questions right now, initially, that's fine. You may be able to answer the questions right now, but by the time we get done discussing it, you'll be able to add more in-depth revelation of Have you reached your turning point? Question one. And question two, what was your turning point? So first, let's define turning point. So defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it says a point at which a significant change occurs. 
significant is an important. So a point in which a important change occurs. So I want you to think about what could cause a significant or important change to occur. So what could cause a turning point? So things I want you to think about are tragedy. Um, tragedy could cause a turning point. And then I, I want to step back and be mindful that a turning point can be positive or negative. So though I am focused on the positive, I do not want to let you get off this learning without understanding that a lot of people have negative turning points um, where things happen to them and the things can be good or, or bad and it turns them to a turning point that's taking them to a lesser them and not leveling them up. So again, think about some things that could create a turning point, a turning point in your life. I have some examples as tragedy. As we all know, tragedy comes in different forms and fashions. And many people who are successful will tell you there was a pivotal point in their life where something significant happened that they decided enough is enough. My time is now. I will do and grow better. However, there were others that will tell you that when I lost my mom, when I lost my child, when I lost my house, when I lost my job that I had for 20 years, everything went downhill for me. I took that turning point of that significant thing that happened and it took me down and not up. So turning points can be positive or negative. The only difference is you, your mindset and what you decide, how you go into it. The only difference in a turning point being positive or negative is you. Please write that down because you do not want to forget that. Because sometimes we forget that we are the author of our lives. So the only difference between a positive or a negative turning point is you. Other forms, um, other things to think about as examples of turning points are new information. So say you've gathered new information and because of this new information, you have decided to go a different route or to do better. So, for example, people who um, decide to become vegan, there is some type of information that they've gathered that have concluded that being vegan and eating only those types of foods is the best decision for them. And that's from getting new information. Um, let's see, people who have decided to get healthy. Some type of information came across their mind um, or some type of issue happened that made them decide, okay, now I want to get healthy. Also, a mindset change. So a mindset change can be the cause of a turning point. That You can decide because your mind is literally what controls everything that you do. You can decide to be better or you can decide to be worse. You can decide that you're tired of showing up and now you don't show up anymore. Or you can decide that you never showed up and now you're deciding to show up and be your best. Again, a turning point being negative or positive, it all depends on you. So exposure is another thing that can create a turning point. When you're exposed to different things, it can create a, a turning point. 
That is why I have a 10-year-old son and I've talked to him a lot about what he looks at, what he hears, um, because exposure to the wrong things can, again, turn into a negative point. But on the other side, exposure to the right things can drastically change your life. Say that you start to say, okay, I want to change my finances. So what do you do? You expose yourself to new information or say you don't know how to expose yourself to new information. You just start talking to people who are financially stable or financially wealthy. Um, You're having more conversations with them. You're going out to eat with them. You're asking them how they handle their money. So you're exposing yourself to someone who's already where you're wanting to be and you're intaking their habits. You're learning and you're growing from them. Let's say that you go to another country and being in that other country made you realize that where you're from, that is not your limit. That is not the place that you have to stay. So it has exposed you to wanting to be able to travel the world and see more or just move and do something drastically different because you've had that exposure where you realize like, The world is just not my hometown. Exposure goes a long way, good and bad. Health issues could be a turning point. Um, So you could have, the doctor could have told you, hey, now you have high blood pressure. Or um, you you may need to get your hip replaced because of X, Y, and Z. So uh, having a health issue could be a turning point. Um, For a lot of people, having a health issue is a positive turning point because it makes them get serious about their health, the things that they intake, um, the activities that they do on a daily basis, the habits that they need to break. It's a turning point for them. If you talk to anyone um, that has decided that they want to do better because of their health issues, more than likely um, than not, some type of factor happened with their own personal health or the realization that their health was not up to par and it created a turning point for them. So some type of drastic change um, could also create a turning point. So you could have moved somewhere else and now you only depend on yourself. There's no family there. There's no friends there. So you had a drastic change where now everything is on you. So you have to show up. You have to do the best that you can because now you have to, you can't just survive. You have to thrive um, because you have no one to fall back on. And so any type of drastic change that may have happened in your life could also create a turning point. So the word of the day that we're going to focus on today is reset. So in the midst of speaking about turning point, that is the word that, that resonated with me the most is reset. So reset, again, using the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it means to set again or anew. So reset does not mean that what happened before is gone away. It just means something new has came into place and it has started over. Um, so an example, you have to reset a broken leg in order for it to heal and men. And I thought about that. And what it made me realize is when you reset that leg, it doesn't mean that the scar um, from the, the leg being reset or from the leg being broken is going to go away. 
It doesn't mean that the leg does not need healing. It doesn't mean that the leg doesn't have to go to physical therapy. It means that we've reset that leg in order for it to start the process of being something that it was not. It was broken. Now we've reset it and we've put it into place. And though there's more work that has to be done to get to the leg functioning back to where it was. And though the leg may never be like it originally was, it can 100% fully function properly and well as long as the work is put in. So be mindful that a part of a turning point is a reset. Is sometimes you got to reset your mindset. Sometimes you got to reset some of those bad habits that you have and completely and totally eliminate them. So again, reset means to set again or anew. And even in the example of the broken leg, it can go hand in hand with a person. Once you get to a turning point and you decide to do something different or something new, um, a fresh start, a new beginning, it doesn't mean uh, that you still won't have scars from the old you. It doesn't mean that you won't need healing from the old you. It doesn't mean that you won't have to actually sit down and get some therapy because of the things that happened before the reset. It does mean that you can function properly and healthy and healed because you decided to reset and start something new, but you just can't forget the work. Resetting. And a point, um, a turning point, you can't have either without doing the work. Um, So in order to even get to the point of wanting to have a turning point, things had to happen, of course. Um, So we got our word for today. Make sure you have that wrote down. The word for today is reset. Again, that definition is to set again or anew. Our scripture for the day is 2 Corinthians 5. And 17. Again, the scripture for today is 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. So I am reading out of my study Bible. It's the King James Version cross reference study Bible. I got it off of Amazon. If you're wanting it, just um, type in the King James Version cross reference study Bible. It is for women, but they do have a men edition as well. Um, so let me read the verse for you out of my Bible. The verse says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become, all things are become new. Again, it says, therefore, any man be in Christ. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new new so we see in reset it talked about new in our verse scripture of the day it talked about new um so you have to understand that getting to this turning point when we're speaking on getting to a positive turning point it's a new you it's a new you whatever you've decided to let go to get rid of to shed it is a new you And you have to really be mindful of that new you. So in here, um, it talks about 
when you decide to choose Christ, that you're a new you and that anything that happened prior to that relationship of choosing Christ as the head of your life, all of that is passed away. When we think about past, we think about dead. It's done. It's over with. Like you are a new person in God. And that is so true. And will you have some of the residue of the old you? Yes, but don't let it hold you down. Let it weigh you down. You are a new person walking in a new light. You may look in the mirror and look exactly the same, but you are a new person. Once you have that relationship with God, um, and even if you're not a spiritual person and that's not your thing, that's cool. This podcast is for here you, for, for you too. And I love you regardless. Um, once you have decided that you are going to be different and do different, you are now new. No one in your life decides to tell you that you are not. You have made your mind up that you're going in a better, healthier, positive way. And so that's what it is. No one else gets to dictate that it's not. And your actions should be that every day. You should be walking in that new person. Will you be perfect? Absolutely not. It is a process. It is a process. So, um, as always, I'm going to give some transparency on my own turning point. So I mentioned in the first episode that I did that when I gave my life to Christ on in 2019, it was when I had lost a house um, due to my own financial irresponsibility. And when my engine had went out in my car, and really, that was due to me, too, because I believe that I wasn't getting the oil changes like I needed to. Um, foolish. Foolish. Don't be foolish, okay? Don't be foolish. Do what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, how you're supposed to do it. I know that's for somebody. Do, this, do what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, how you're supposed to do it, or you will reap the consequences of not doing it. Um, had nothing to do with the message. Uh, I hope somebody got that. Uh, so... Speaking on my own turning point, going down to the altar that day and being sick and tired of being sick and tired of my mess and my foolishness. So how I met my turning point was accountability. That was the most heaviest thing that got me to the turning point of being a better woman, being a better, um, having a better relationship with God, fully submitting to him, um, being a better mother, all of that. I, I had to be accountable for where I was in life, why I was there, why the things and events that had happened up until that point had happened. And I realized that it was all me. It wasn't, it wasn't because I had a traumatic childhood. It wasn't because of things that had happened to me or things people had done to me. It was all because of me. Because once you understand that your life is a direct reflection of how you respond and react to everything that's brought your way. You are the determining factor. It does not matter what happens to you. It doesn't matter how you grew up. It doesn't matter the terrible, horrible, horrific things that have occurred in your life. Occurred in your life. It matters what you do, how you show up, how you grow up, how you mature, and how you boss up. That's all that matters. It's you. I'm going to always tell you that on this podcast. It's you. Don't place blame anywhere else. Yes, there's probably plenty of blame to go around, but ultimately it's you. 
you are the one that has to live your life the way that you want to live it um, on your terms. So that was a turning point for me was accountability. And I had to realize that I had to start where I was at. No, I wasn't magically changing overnight. Like, no, it wasn't happening. Like, I had to start where I'm ha- where I was and take baby steps. Um, and you have to be comfortable to start where you at. To be transparent because you you need to understand that starting where you at is possible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Literally starting where I'm at. So, um, Right now, currently, I live with my parents. Do I want to? Absolutely not. Um, but it is where I'm at. Right now, I am morbidly obese. Is is this something that I can change? Like, snap my fingers? Neither one of those things. No. I am a single mother. Is this something I can change? No. Um, I'm African American. Is that something that I can change? No. Absolutely not. Um, and there's a list and a host of other things that I can mention, but those are like some of the main things, um, of issues that I'm dealing with and working through and pushing through. However, no excuses. I reached my turning point and I'm not going back. So with all that I just told you that I have, um, of things that I'm pulling myself out of and working through, guess what? I am the top 4%. At my job that I just started. I'm not even out of my 90 day period. I decided that I was at a turning point and that I was turning up for me. Like that I decided that enough is enough. And here I am. I'm showing up for me. So I got a job. I'm not even 90 days in. I'm at the top 4% of my job. At three weeks of me being in the 90 days, I was a top performer. Um... The first bonus that I ever got, I got the highest bonus. And we get a bonus every month and there's tiers to it. You're either in the top bonus, the second one or the third one. I was at the top bonus coming out as a new, um, as a trainee, basically. So people that have been with the company way more years than me, that know way more than me, that have way more experience, I was right up there with them. I went back to school in the midst of all of this. And let me mind, let me tell you, I did not graduate from high school on time. And that has plagued me for years and years and years. And then I forgave myself and decided that there's nothing I can do about going back to that time when I was 17 and 18 and changing that. What can you do now, Simone, with the life that you have for the things that God has gave you? You can do what you need to do and quit throwing a pity party on something that does not matter anymore. Um... I graduated in my same year, but it was an extra class that I had to take because I decided to skip school. I don't know how many days I skipped school, a whole bunch of them. And so in all the other classes that I skipped, I was able to get my work done and still pass the classes, even if I missed a whole bunch of days. In this particular class, the teacher held me accountable. So she wouldn't let me make up some of the work. Even if I would have, if I would have made it up, I definitely would have fully passed her class. But she held me accountable and told my parents, "No, Simone missed X amount of days in my class. She's going to fail this class. I'm not letting her make this work up." So I had to go to an open campus um, for a couple months, and I still graduated in my same year just to get that last credit in. 
not having my parents be able to watch me walk across the stage and graduate um, as a high school student while all of my friends graduated was a turning point for me. Um, back then, it was a negative turning point because I felt like I was dumb. I felt like I couldn't exceed in school. Like, I just couldn't do good. Like, I just wasn't enough when it came to school. And it highly reflected on my school and education after that. So, I finished. I got my um, diploma. But I tried school 250 times after that. And I had this looming over me that you didn't graduate high school on time you don't know what you're doing you're not going to complete it and taking in other people's negative words or of you don't finish what you start you didn't even finish school on time um and just taking it in taking it in and believing what they're saying internalizing it and every time I started school I didn't complete it because I had in my head somebody told me that when I start I don't finish that's why you can't take on nothing else that no one tells you about yourself you are who you are and at any point you can change and be better smarter and show up so I put all of that stuff behind me and I said I'm showing up for me so fast forward 2021 I am now back in school working on my bachelor's degree that I've worked on for years and years and years and years and didn't show up for me Busy trying to go back to school to prove somebody else wrong. Busy trying to go back to school to say, oh, yeah, my son need to look at me. He need to see me graduate. And, yeah, he going to see that. He's going to see the result of that. But I need to do this for me, for the things that I want to get done. As I told you all before, the Purpose Place will be a community center in my hometown. Um, and that is what I'm working on. That's why I went back to school to um, assist my entrepreneurial goals. So... I have straight A's right now in school, but it doesn't come with me not learning myself. I am a heavy procrastinator. I mean, like when I say procrastinator, heavy procrastinator, literally be turning work in two hours before it's due. And that's what I'm saying. Like you don't just turn just because you have a turning point and you make your mind up and you make the decision that enough is enough and I'm going to do better and grow better. You, it's still a transition. You're still going to be in a transition period from your old self to your new self. And some places you're going to transition faster and it's going to be like, okay, yeah, those are things I don't do no more, period, done, nipped it in the bud. And in some areas, it's going to take longer. It's going to be harder for you to transition into a new person. It's going to take more work, but that's okay. That's all part of getting better and reaching that turning point. Um, you, my... So again, mine was I started where I where I'm at, I'm where I am at currently, and I made no excuses, and now I'm showing up, and I'm being the best version of me, and so, and again, it's not a it's not an instant change, and so you have to take control and you have to discipline yourself, and the thing that I'm working on now is discipline and putting myself on a routine. Because a routine is phenomenal because you you really set time aside to do everything that you need to do in your day. You don't give yourself time um, for foolishness. You, you're on a mission. There's something that you're trying to accomplish. There's something that you're trying to change. And it's going to take you to be intentional to get it done. It's not going to take you some time doing it when you feel like it, when your energy level is up, when you're not tired, 
when you're not scrolling um, Instagram and Facebook, when you're not talking to your friends or your little boo. No, you have to be intentional. Put yourself in the things that you need to get done first. Everything else comes second. Um, what I tell people all the time, pour into yourself and let everyone else get the quality overflow. Nobody should be depleting you. And that's your kids, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, auntie, mama, daddy, uncle, cousins. Nobody should be depleting you. That means that you are not investing in yourself. You're not pouring into yourself. You're drained. You're tired. You feel like you're getting pulled in all these different directions because you have not decided to show up for you. When you show up for you, you set boundaries. You understand at certain times, I can't talk to you. I know I love you and you cute and um, you my little boo or even, you know what I'm saying? Even husband and wife. I'm not in that husband and wife arena right now, but I know that even for that marriage to work successful, um, for that relationship to be well, for that couple to parent correctly, they have to pour into their self. They have to be the best version of them to show up to be what they need to be for anybody else of the titles they hold. That's just how it works. I'm going to say that over and over again in probably all of my podcasts. Show up for you because you can't. if you don't show up for you, you can't show up for nobody else. Pour into you. Let people get your quality overflow. So they don't even know that they're getting overflow because it's quality because of what you poured into yourself. So remember to take control. You have to discipline yourself. Discipline is really what sets you apart from other people. People can have talent. They can have um, looks. They can have whatever it is that you feel like for some reason that you don't have. You discipline yourself. You put that work in. You're going to surpass anybody. It's it's easier said than done. I can say all day, put the discipline in. And here I am today still working on my discipline um, because discipline is not easy. So right now I'm in the, I, I um, got off social media to work on my discipline and to incorporate a routine for me and my son. I scroll social media by from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. Get up in the middle of the night when I got to go use the bathroom. I'm checking social media. Um, I'm looking at all this stuff, just being entertained, stuff being um, put into my mind subconsciously. All of that, it ain't making me no money. It ain't making me get no healthier. Um, it's not helping me parent better. None of that. It is pure entertainment. And my, you know what I'm saying? Even though I follow positive pages, pages that motivate, all of that, that's all good and well. I have to be able to self-regulate and discipline myself and keep myself on a routine. So I'm kind of on a social media fast right now. And it's difficult. And I realize how much it really did dictate my everyday life. Because the first day I was literally scrolling through my phone, just looking for something to click on, something to stimulate me when that should not be the stimulant that I'm looking for. It's, it's wild what social media does. So if you're someone like myself, try it. I don't care if you even try it for three days. Give yourself a break from social media and really focus on the things that you need to focus on. Social media is, is not all bad. You have to have the discipline in order to know how to work it and make it work for you. There's plenty of people making millions, thousands of dollars off of social media because they know how to discipline themselves. Those same people aren't on social media all day. They're handling their business. So, Or they've already handled their business and put themselves in a position where they can scroll because their business is handled and now it's running itself. 
So you just have to be mindful of that. Be at the level that you are. If you're not at that level, if you're not at the level where you can be scrolling Instagram and Facebook for hours, if your bank, how you know you're not at that level? Look at your bank account. Look at your surroundings. Look at the things that you're able to do based on yourself. Are you, have you been able to um, pull in money based on your gifts and the things that you're able to do or a skill um, set that you've learned? If the only money that you're pulling in is, is from your job, you shouldn't be scrolling Facebook or Instagram. Is your health? How is your health? Um, for me, my health is it's not terrible, even though I am um, morbidly overweight. I don't have no high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. I don't have any of that. But it's going to happen if I do not take care of myself. And so if you don't plan for the worst, you planning to fail. And that's that's realistically. If I'm not understanding that this weight is going to catch up to me one day or another, that God has just been good to me this far, then I'm crazy. I'm I'm not planning for what naturally says happens to people who are overweight. They have they get diseases. They get high blood pressure. They have heart attacks. That's those things happen. So why am I not saying, "Okay, that hasn't happened to me." So so let me go ahead and get right. And so that's now what I'm doing. Same thing. What happens to people who live paycheck to paycheck? Something drastically comes up, you, like COVID-19. You may lose your job. A child may get sick where you can't work and you have to be there for them. And there's nothing set aside that you set aside where you're able to regulate and bring in money yourself without a nine to five. Ain't nothing wrong with a nine to five. People are making some bread um, at a nine to five. Never going to knock it. I'm in a nine to five myself. What I'm saying is you have to be multidimensional. A nine to five is not enough. Your own business is not enough. You, you got to have something that's bringing money in for multiple places. That's just reality. Um, and that was just an example of, or do you still need more discipline and routine? Your mental health. If you ain't sat down with a therapist, we all need one. You can say, oh, my life been good. I ain't had no issues. Yeah. Sit down with a therapist, Okay. And you're going to realize that all of us need therapy. It helps us to be the best version of ourselves. So get you a routine. Figure out what it is that you need to do day in and day out to get to the five-year goals, the two-year goals, the next month's goal. And set that routine. The routine can adjust and change as you grow and you adjust and you change. That is what it is. So in the stage of transition... Which I feel like in some parts of my life, I'm still in transition. In other parts, um, I am over to who I, who I am now. So the best example I can give is I just turned 33 on August 30th. And I went out for my birthday to this bar. And I did not have a good time. And of course, everybody listening to this is not going to know me. Definitely like to party. Have a good time um drink all of that that's definitely who I have been from a teenager up until clearly my third third uh the day before my third third birthday um but and even though I have really heavily cut back on drinking just trying to eliminate it all together for my walk in relationship with God um I realized that I was so out of place at that bar. I did not have a good time. And that is literally a place where I always have a good time. Um, 
I, I love music, all of that. Like I was so out of place. And I sat with myself that night and journaled in my phone and just kind of thought about like, why did I even pick to go there? Like, why did I feel like that's like where I had to go? Because I hadn't fully let go of who I was, who I used to be. I'm not that woman anymore. Actually, that was a little girl. I am not, I am not that person anymore. I, that no longer gives me benefit. I realized that I would prefer to have a nice picnic at a park that has like a waterfall or some water um, or a lake, anything like that with some friends, with some R&B music playing, some 90s R&B, um, just a good time, some good conversation and some good food and just really a good time and reflecting on where I am because it, I was aware that I wanted to celebrate myself because of the things that I have been through and got through and the accomplishment that I have made in this last mm, probably like four to five months. And so that was the place that I chose to celebrate myself, but I am no longer that person. Like that celebration didn't even make sense. And so I felt so out of place and I was telling my, a couple of my homegirls about it. And it was just like, man, it's growth. Like you have to fully be okay with stepping into who you are. So at your turning point, man, step into that thing, 10 toes in and don't play with them folks. Like it's okay to say, guess what? Your girl done leveled up or guess what? Your boy ain't that no more. I am. I'm over here doing this now. Who cares what other people think? Even your mind, tell your mind, shut up. I'm not that woman anymore. I'm not that girl no more. I'm not that man. I'm not that boy no more. I'm doing something different. I have leveled up from that. And I'm going to boldly walk in who I am. I don't care who gets offended. I don't care who don't understand. You got to walk. Walk into that turning point with your head held high. Don't drop your head because of things that you used to do. They made you who you are. That's how you got to this turning point because of everything that you've been through. So in the turning point, you're going to have a stage of transition. In that transition, you're going to take some losses, all type of losses. Um, You're going to move from one version of you and you're transitioning to another version of you. So in transition, you're going to have shedding. And and that shedding, what does shedding mean? To take off, to eliminate. Um, When a... A butterfly has to shed the cocoon and become a butterfly. It's taking off that fully. I'm talking about complete. Look a whole nother way. Got beautiful wings with flowers on it. It's taking that old part of them off. And they are new. When a snake sheds, it's some new shiny skin up under there. It ain't the old rusty, dusty, crusty skin that came off. No. Transitioning and shedding. You are new. You're something different. Anybody listening to this, man, walk boldly in who you are now. If your turning point is today, listening to this, that's cool. Nothing that you did 30 minutes ago, now it's not you no more. Because you've mentally made your mind up. I am a better person. I am a better version of me. I am doing better. Now, if you truly mean it and your mindset is made up, act accordingly. I'm telling you, in the small decisions that you make. So for me... Another reason I got off social media is to focus on my health. So small decisions. So if, if I'm saying now I'm more health conscious of myself, I'm getting healthier. All right. 
when I pass McDonald's, bro, I can't pull in and get me a double quarter pounder large with a coat. I can't do it. Do I want to do it? Yes, because that's been my habit and that's been what I've been accustomed to for a period of time. So what? Doesn't matter. You can make the decision. You can have the discipline to do better. Say someone that decided today or whenever you decided, I'm no longer stopping smoking cigarettes. Okay, when you get that urge to go smoke them cigarettes, don't drive in the parking lot. You you control your body. Your mind is stronger than you think. Say no. Say no today to anything that is the lesser version of you. When you start vibrating on a different level, I'm telling you, you're going to start attracting better as well. And that's friendship-wise. That's romantic-wise if you're not in a relationship. Um, and let me be straight up with you. Even if you are in a relationship, once you start vibrating at a higher level and that person ain't meeting you where you at, it ain't going to feel right no more. And you have to be in tune with yourself and your instincts. Um, that's with friends. That's with family. God tell us to love everyone unconditionally. He didn't tell us to sit around them same folks that ain't doing what you're doing. That ain't operating how you operating. It says love them. So when you learn, give that knowledge to your people. If they don't want to hear it, cool. You can't force on. You can lead a horse to water. You can't make them drink. That's a, that's your spouse, that's friends, that's family. It's okay for people not to be where you're at because at some points they may be higher than you and you haven't reached that revelation in your own life. That's okay. You show love no matter what. Ain't none of us better than the rest of us. None of us. We're all on our own specific journey. But what you have to realize, don't let nobody hinder you either. So if you're, if you've committed to something and somebody is living a lifestyle that is completely opposite of what you committed yourself to guess what you show them unconditional love no matter what but you don't let them hinder you so if you see that okay when i'm around you i'm starting to do the other stuff that i'd be doing that i don't need to be doing so i need to spend less time around you so i can build up my discipline and then i can come back around and whatever you do ain't gonna never dictate what i do so because i know that if you're listening to this i don't ever want you to start blaming nobody for what you're doing you just have to understand that in reality we have to grow our just like when you grow your muscles um when you're trying to get stronger you got to work on it and so if you're not as strong as you need to be to be in places that you want to used to be in without acting like the person that you once used to be you got to separate from those places from those people and those things until you work on that muscle because God didn't tell us that he set us away in a corner to only talk to people that love God, that's doing right, that have integrity. No. He said, let our, our light shine on this earth. That means we got, in order to shine, we got to go to the darkness. And straight up, you do have to go to the darkness. Sometimes in order to shine like God wants you to shine. But go once you are equipped with the things that you need to be equipped with. And again, if you're not a spiritual person. In order to help whoever you feel like you need to help, um, because you have got this new way of thinking and you've came to your turning point and you are headed in a different direction, you can't reach back and help nobody if you ain't helped yourself first. If you ain't got yourself to a point where you need to be in order to help somebody, then get yourself there first and then go back and reach other people. So there's certain events and things that I want to do um as far as the purpose place goes but right now the podcast 
is where I'm going to start and where I'm going to stay until I've got myself to a certain level because I want to be in different states doing different free events to help people. I want to go to school, universities, all of that. All of that takes a substantial amount of money. It also takes me being able to um, regulate my own money because more than likely the, the way that I want to travel and the things that I want to do and the places that I want to go, I'm not going to be able to work for a nine to five and get all those days off and do all of that. I'm, I'm not oblivious to that. So because I'm not at that stage yet, I'm working it. I, I'm not saying, okay, these gifts that I have and what I need to put out into the world going to have to hold until I'm fully um, making X amount of dollars or eh, it's going to have to wait a couple years. Man, who's to say we got a couple years here? This world is crazy. I want to leave here on empty. So I started this podcast. This is a way for me to give people what I've learned and to take people along this journey with me um, so that I can do what God put me here to do. And that is to help people find their purpose, to motivate them, to encourage them, to help them be the best version of them possible uh, while I'm on that same exact journey. So, hey, do what you need to do. Start where you're at and make it work because you can do it. You at the turning point now. Um, so transition means by the Oxford dictionary, the process of period of changing from one state or condition to another, you're transitioning, you're changing from what you used to be to where you are now, something new. And again, what's going to happen? You're going to take losses. You're going to form new habits and let old habits go away. Um, you're going to, you're going to realize just like I did on my birthday, old places that, that used to be cool with you ain't cool with you no more. They don't, they don't serve you anymore. You're not that person anymore. It's going to take some isolation. You're going to have to sit with yourself by yourself to yourself and get right. Um, it's going to take for you to set a routine. That's what I'm currently working on. You're going to have to get new information. You're going to have to educate yourself. That's a part of it because you're, you're a new person. So, okay, so what is it going to take for me to keep building and growing this person and this lifestyle that I have now um, entered into? You're going to have to eliminate some things that are holding you back. So think about the things that you spend the most time doing. Is it gossiping on the phone or is it just talking on the phone, period? Is it always going out, hanging out, partying? Uh, is it drinking too much? Is it doing drugs? Is it... A whole bunch of sexual partners. Whatever it is. Is it eating too much? I'll let your girl. It's me. That's why I'm getting my health together right now. <laughs> so, But whatever it is, man. Be accountable with yourself. Sit with yourself. Find out what are your woes. What are the things that are holding you back from being the best version of you. And work on them things. Give yourself grace too. It ain't going to happen overnight. Give yourself grace. But be serious about this walk. Um, and get your mind together. If you need to go sit with a therapist, sit with it. If you if your therapist say that you need to be on some type of medication to help you out, go ahead. God gave us tools here on this earth to help us. Um... I can even say for me, I am getting um, the weight loss surgery. Uh, well, I think that I'm getting it. I I, <laughs> I go to my first appointment at the end of the month um, to kind of start the process. And as long as the Lord says that's the right thing for me to do, I'm going to pray about it and it's going to be it. And I'm going to use it as a tool. It's not, 
it's not, it doesn't take away the work because I still got to do the work or I'm going to be right back where um, I started. So yes, whatever tool that you need to use to be a better you, whether it's going to get your degree, whether it's going to get a certification, whether it's going to sign up for mentoring, whatever you need, because we all got to use tools um, to become a better you, do it. And don't let nobody try to play you because you got to do it. Sit down with a therapist, go talk to a nutritionist, get a trainer, um, get a mentor, get a coach, sign up for life coaching, whatever you need to be the best version of you, man, do it, do it. Use all the tools God put on this earth for us to use to become the best version of us. So I want you to reflect today. And understand that you can change at any point in time. That is your turning point. You deciding that you wanted to change. You don't have to do it. Listen, you could be drunk right now listening to this. Guess what? You can change right now. You can decide once I get sober, um, the once I sober up, I'm never doing this again. You could be high right now and you can decide, yeah, it's over with for me. This is, I'm not doing this. I'm no longer this person. Enough is enough. You can change at any point in time. If you've been running through women, running through men, if that's just always been your lifestyle, that's what you do, that's how you do it. Guess what? Today you can be somebody else. And who cares who who holds you to who you used to be? Today, right now, at this very moment, you can be somebody else. If you were the procrastinator, you can be the person who gets the work done ahead of time. Today, you can change. If you've been lazy, you can be the person that boss up and handle your business. You can change at any time. Will it be work? Yes. A whole bunch of work. A lot of work, actually. Um, Tears will come. You will be so frustrated with yourself because it's going to be difficult ripping yourself from the things that you were so used to doing that probably you've been doing for the last, I don't know how many years. But it doesn't mean it's it's impossible. It just means you got to do the work. And you got to remember, like I said, no one else's opinions or plan for your life matters. People have whole plans for your life, how you should live it, when you should do it, how you should go. You should go get this degree because it's going to make you money. Um, you probably shouldn't wear that, look like that because mm, I don't like that. Uh, uh-uh. don't, don't take on, don't be a full-time entrepreneur. What are you going to do? Like, what if it doesn't work? Don't let nobody else plan your life for you. Plan your own life and do the work. The best revenge is your success. Handle your business because nobody going to handle it for you. Don't look for validation outside of yourself. Because you will never be satisfied if you're always looking for people to clap for you. Clap for your darn self and move around. Celebrate yourself. I don't care if nobody's sitting at the table with you. Celebrate you yourself. Take yourself out to eat. Buy yourself a new book. Buy yourself a new outfit because you've accomplished something. Celebrate yourself. You got to be able to be content with self. Learn how to self-regulate yourself, how to discipline yourself, how to show up for yourself. Celebrate love and give yourself grace. Quit looking for that elsewhere because you're never going to find it the way that you need it because you're not whole from within. You haven't learned it to give it to yourself. So how are you going to know when somebody's giving it to you correctly if, you don't, if you're not even giving it to yourself? You're never going to pick the right people to be around you if you haven't learned how to love yourself 
100%. If you haven't learned to show up for yourself 100%, set boundaries for yourself. Discipline yourself. Do what self needs to be the best version of self. And listen, I'm going to leave you with my four mottos. And I want you to resonate on these four mottos. The first one is an actual verse. It's Philippians 4 and 13 from the New King James Version. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Repeat that to yourself. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Number two, affirmation to say over yourself because it is so important. Attitude determines your altitude. You ain't going nowhere if you got a nasty attitude, a negative attitude. Attitude determines your altitude. Check yourself. Three, live life on your own terms. You decide the life that you want to live, what it's going to look like, where it's going to be. How you're going to live it. How many kids you're going to have if you don't want kids. If you're going to be married. If you don't want to be married. How much money you're going to make. Um, where you going to vacation. Where you going to live. How you going to do things. How you going to dress. How you going to smell. How you going to treat people. You live life on your own terms. Because it's your life to live. And my fourth motto. The one that I want to be the last thing you hear me say. Leave here on empty. Don't leave here having did all the things that other people wanted you to do and you got regrets. You're unsatisfied. You look back over your life and you're in tears because you never took the chances. You never took the risk. You never really went after the life that you truly wanted. You watched other people live it on social media. You seen family members live it, but you never did it. You thought about it. You wrote it down, but you never put the actions in place to get to where you want it to be. Leave here on empty. Having done the things that you wanted to do, went to places that you wanted to go, live the life, touch the lives of others how you wanted to touch the lives of others. Raise your kids the way you wanted to raise them. Be whatever it is that you wanted to be. Leave here on empty. Don't leave here with regrets. Don't leave here mad, frustrated, resentful, bitter, angry. Man, leave here on empty, having forgiven and loved others and operated in integrity and just did life on your own terms, whatever that looks like for you and God. Handle your business. And again, leave here on empty. This is the end of episode three. I hope and I pray that this finds you in peace, in good health, working towards the best version of you. I love y'all. I appreciate every person that listens. Make sure you share this with somebody because there's somebody that needs this. And you, somebody popped in your head after you got done listening to all of this. And be mindful to go back in your journal as you're working along with me in my journey, in your um, cause I'm writing this in my journal too. Ask yourself the questions. Have you reached your turning point? What was your turning point? And then go handle your business. I love y'all and I'll see y'all on the next podcast.